Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. Today, we'll be having our weekly Bible study at Lizzie's house. So we invite you to open your Bible with us and look into God's living word. Hi, Joey. Hi, Mrs. G. Hi, Mr. G. You just caught us, Joey. We were about ready to head out the door. Oh, Well, what about our Bible study? Was it canceled? Joey, don't you remember last week Lizzie's dad invited us over to their home for the study? We were just about to walk over there. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally forgot. That's all right, Joey. You can just walk over there with us. Peanut is probably already there. She and Lizzie had some project that they were working on in the backyard. I really like Mr. Matthews. And I like you a whole lot, too, Mr. G. (laughs) Well, thanks, Joey. I'm pretty fond of you, too. Are we ready, honey? Yes, we've got the pumpkin pie, and we've got our Bibles, and we've got Joey and Mr. Cat. I think we're ready. Honey, I could carry something for you. Thanks for the offer, dear, and I know you can. But you would be putting a serious cramp in my efforts at benevolence. You're what, Mr. G? Okay, let's see if I can explain this. Mr. G is being a gentleman and showing me his love. That was very well put, honey. Benevolence means kindness or tenderness or love in action. God commands husbands to render unto their wives due benevolence. And God commands wives to do likewise to their husbands. Oh, is that a verse? Yes, that's found in 1 Corinthians 7.3. Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence, and likewise also the wife unto the husband. We do have to keep in mind that these works of love don't give us favor with God, but the marriage relationship is an important picture of Christ's marriage to the elect. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Whenever my family goes anywhere, my dad opens a car door for my mom and also for us kids. I'm sure your mom really appreciates that, just like I do. Well, I never heard her complain about it yet. You see, Joey, the Lord Jesus has a special command for those of us who are husbands in Ephesians 5.25. And that says, Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Joey, if the Lord would delay his return, you may one day meet a Christian girl that you would like to marry. Uh, I don't know, Mrs. G. Mr. Cat and I have talked it over, and we have decided we want to be backlords. <laughs> <laughs> Joey... I think you mean bachelors. That's it, bachelors. You come home from work and play checkers and eat grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mr. and Mrs. G. I was hoping you'd be a little late today. 
I needed to run to the store this morning, so I really apologize for not being quite ready yet. No problem. We're a little early, actually. Would you like some of Mrs. G's pumpkin pie to go with your whipped topping? <laughs> Joey, you just made my day. <laughs> That's uh, shaving cream, Joey, not whipped cream. I think we interrupted Mr. Matthews from shaving his face. I've never seen that before. My dad uses an electric razor. He says he has a baby face. Joey, I need to talk to your parents. You're a real character. Hi, everybody. Hi, Hi girls. Hi, girls. Hi, girls. You two seem like you've been really busy with something important. Oh, it's nothing. My mom gave us some dried marigold flowers, and we're pulling out the seeds. Yeah, and then we're going to plant the seeds in some dirt in the backyard. Would you like to see it? Sure. That sounds like a fun project. Great. I'll quickly finish shaving, and then we can start the Bible study. Before we begin our study, who wants to say our memory verse? I can, Mr. G. Okay, um, 1 Timothy 2, verse 5. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. This is a wonderful verse for someone who is a Christian. But have you ever thought of what will happen to those people on Judgment Day who don't have a Savior or a mediator? I know that when Jesus returns, every eye will see him. You're right, Peanut. Can you read Revelation 1-7 where that verse is found? Sure. Revelations 1-7. Here it is. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. And they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth, shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. Who are the kindreds, and what does it mean to wail, Mr. G? To wail means to cry bitterly. And the kindreds is speaking about people from all over the world. It says this in another verse, Matthew 24 30 and 31. Joey, can you turn to that, please? Okay. Matthew 24, verse 30 and 31. Here it is. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. This is so frightening to think about, Mr. G. Yes, it is, Peanut. If someone is not saved, they will have to face God and his eternal anger on that terribly sad day. And this next verse shows what men will try to do to hide from the judge of all the universe. Mark, will you read Isaiah 2, verses 11 and 19? Okay, great, Mr. G. Isaiah chapter 2, verses 11 and 19. The lofty looks of men shall be humbled, and the haughtiness of men shall be bowed down. And the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day, and they shall go into the holes of the rocks and into the caves of the earth. For fear of the Lord, and for the glory of his majesty, when he ariseth to shake terribly the earth. 
Why are they doing that, Mr. G? They can't bear to face God because they know that they are guilty, and their sins have not been paid by the only Savior, the only mediator between man and God, the Lord Jesus Christ, so that He is now their judge. Ah,、oh, excuse me, Mr. G. I just thought of a verse that actually will tie into the study. It's、uh, Matthew. No, no, it's Malachi. Malachi chapter three, verse two. In fact, you might want to look at it. Thank you, Mark. Can you read it, please? Sure, Mister G. In fact, I would be glad to. Okay, Malachi three, verse two. <clears throat> Excuse me. But who may abide the day of his coming, and who shall stand when he appeareth? What is that verse saying, Mister G? It's asking the question: Who can survive the horror of Judgment Day when God will send all who don't have their sins forgiven into hell? It's really the fulfillment of John three nineteen through twenty. Can you read that, Joey? Sure. Uh, John three nineteen through twenty. Here it is. And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil, hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Isn't Jesus the light of the world? So if they hate the light, wouldn't they be hating Jesus too? Yes, absolutely. Let's turn to John seven seven, which says, "The world cannot hate you, but me it hateth, because I testify of it that the works thereof are evil." We read of man's hatred and rebellion against God, also in Psalm two, verses one through four. Can you read that, Peanut? Okay, Mister G. Psalm chapter two, verses one through four. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed, saying, "Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us." He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh; the Lord shall have them in derision. Is God going to make fun of them, Mister G? Yes, because He knows that nobody. Can fight against God and win. We see this displayed in Psalm forty-six, verse six. Joey, can you read that? I would be glad to, Mister G. Psalms forty-six, verse six. Here it is: The heathen raged; the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice; the earth melted. Nice job, Joey. What does rage mean, Mister G? That is a good question, Lizzie. It means to roar loudly or to be deeply troubled. The unsaved will be in utter fear at the sight of Christ's return. However, their hatred and rebelliousness against God will follow them into eternity. May we examine ourselves daily as to whether God has spared us from this awful reality. How can we escape Judgment Day, Mr. G? Remember our memory verse, Joey. We need a mediator or a savior, one who can pay for our sins by suffering 
the equivalent of an eternity in hell for us. Save me, O God, by thy name, and judge me by thy strength. Hear my prayer, O God, give ear to the words of my mouth. Save me, O God, by thy name, and charge me by thy strength. Hear my prayer, O God, give ear to the words of my mouth. Well, boys and girls, we've come to the end of our program today. If you have any questions or comments, please write to Treasures from the Bible and outreach at Bible Ministries International and care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!